Welcome to Stand Up Memories. I'm Peter Bales. There is Jackie the Joke Man Martling. I think at the age of 74, we can drop that and just the Joke Man Martling. No, I'm <laughs> No, Jackie Martling. You are the Joke Man. Let's no. hang up the Joke All Man. All right. If they don't know it by now, you got it. Most Jackie Martling. You want to go back to John Martling? That would be. I'm on TikTok, and you wouldn't believe how many people. Who is this old guy? Why have we never seen this guy? How long has this guy been in mothballs? Of course, I, I block the people that say, I thought you were dead. <laughs> I also block the people that say, he is dead. You got to look close. That's know. why you block me. But of course. But uh, I'm ripping it up. Ripping it up. They, they're loving the jokes. All right. I love it. TikTok.com slash at Jackie Martling. I could be kicked off TikTok by the time this thing airs. Because when's this going to air? 2024. It right? is. Right. It's going in the can. Now, listen. I'm not sure you could say that anymore. <laughs> in Florida, you could go to jail for saying that. I swear to God, you don't read the paper. I do read the paper. Well, why don't you have the computer? All right. I should be online. I have a question for you. Yes. I'll finish your introduction. Well, I think uh, you are now Jackie Martling. But you will still be, for many, many people, the joke man, because you are the like, joke man. Right? Wink, 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 wink. And I wanted to ask you if ever in your entire long career somebody came up to you after a show and told you a joke that you hadn't heard or amazingly you could actually use on stage because I've seen people you are so polite because people come up to you the answer is yes 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 and yes really? go ahead finish with the compliment no I'm complimenting you because you, people tell you these jokes that you've heard and they're sometimes not that funny and you're very nice about it but has it ever paid off so often people get up at a show and start a joke and I have to correct them <laughs> correct the setup for them and then they go well do you know it i'm like correct. <laughs> the truth is yes and i remember so many of the instances um i was at sundance film festival for the first time and my good friend tom bernard is the president of sony pictures classics he's a great guy but he's also a fellow pothead which is where we connected huge fan of the grateful dead and the uh, the guy's, he, he's famous. He's probably long dead. This is 20 years ago. Was the famous uh, violin or fiddler for the Grateful Dead. And him and another guy were performing live because they just put out, her, his daughter had just done a documentary on him. So we went to the documentary. Uh, maybe he wasn't even alive still. And it was so packed. And we were walking, trying to get out of this, you know, Grateful Dead. Type. This is in Sundance and I'm in, in a little theater. And it's just jammed. And as I went past this guy, we were literally nose to nose. He goes, joke man, I got a joke for you. <laughs> and I, in the crowded people trying to get past, I stood there and listened to his joke. And I hadn't heard it before. And I've told it every night since. And um, really? it's a joke about the, you know, the three guys are stuttering and you know oh you know you gotta i mean uh, the people at home we got it it's such a great joke and i i gotta tell the you the joke the joke is is a girl in a bar and there's three guys next to her and they're all yakking and then they're all stuttering and she turns to the three guys and says listen if any of you guys could tell me where you're from without stuttering 
I'll give you a big, wet French kiss. She says, where are you from? And the guy goes, Philadelphia. She says, you're a loser. The next guy, where are you from? He says, Tampa. She says, you're a loser. She says, next guy, where are you from? And he goes, Miami. She's very good. She pulls open his mouth and sticks in her tongue, and she's French kissing him and licking him, and he pulls away, and he goes, beach. <laughs> that is a cl so, classic. But I mean, it's a long joke to be standing in the middle of a crowd and he told it and I roared. He said, you don't have to kiss my ass. I said, no, I really didn't know that joke. <laughs> There's verses of that, but not, and it was so perfect and it is a killer every time. And I think we did this joke already on the, on the show about uh, Mark Hudson has a show or had a show at the Iridium called uh, Thursdays on the Hudson. And Mark Hudson was one of the Hudson brothers that were the summer replacement show for Cher. And he had, they had great stories because they had every superstar in the world on, you know, it was NBC, I think. And he was so funny, but he does these shows where he has an old timer, you know, like the, the night I went up, I think he had Billy J. Kramer, who's like a local Billy guy. Billy J. J. Kramer, Kramer yes. And, um, Billy was up there and a couple of, you know, everybody plays with Mark and Mark is so talented and so great, he's unbelievable. And he always had me come up and tell jokes if I'm there. You know, that's my curse and my, it's nice to be recognized if I go somewhere, but if I go somewhere, I know I'm gonna have to go on stage. So in your mind, what am I gonna say? What jokes am I gonna do? So it's yeah. not really a night out. And uh, so I went up on stage and I had a killer time and then we're all in the green room having a great time. And when we came out, there were so many famous people in the show that the crowd hadn't dispersed. You know, the place was still packed. And I walk out and this guy came up to me. He said, Jackie, I know you heard them all. I've been a fan for 40 years. I don't wanna waste your time, but I gotta tell you a joke. And like I always, always have, nothing special about this guy. I've listened to every joke because you never know. Right. And this guy told me a joke. I, do, I tell this in my act that was too dirty for me to use on stage but you could tell it on the radio and you could tell it to your five-year-old kid. Huh. The reason I can't use it on stage is the same reason I don't really do like much Jesus stuff. Because if you're rolling and rolling, boom, 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 you can't say anything that makes them think twice. Right. You tell a Jesus joke and they laugh. If they even think for a second, boy, I hope I don't get hit by lightning or whatever hang up it is. Right. Or if somebody at their table is uncomfortable, they're all gone for the next first line of the next joke, which puts, right? And this joke is so disgusting that you, after people laugh, if they're like, ooh, uh, and they're thinking about it, you lose them. So I don't use the joke on stage, but you, it's the guy. <laughs> the girl calls the doctor and she says, Doc, I have diarrhea. Can oh. I take a bath? And he says, if you got enough. <laughs> <laughs> which is... <laughs> Beyond disgusting, but it's a poop joke. It is. Which it you is. can do all day and all night. You know, you can't talk about Jews or blacks, but if you want to talk about going to the bathroom, you can have a field day for the rest of your life. Young comedians take note. Simple is best. And you get that right away. It's funny, and you move on to the next one. That, I love that it. That is such a funny, funny joke, and I love the introduction to that. And um, and there's been a few along the We might have done this already. Um, when I was a kid, you talk about this growing up on Long Island, 
the thought of ever playing golf was the furthest thing. Like the oh. idea of going to Disneyland or the idea of getting on an airplane. I'm a poor kid from East Norwich. And even the thought of getting in a golf cart, I'd forget about playing golf. How <laughs> neato Kino would that be to get in that little thing, right? So it's years later, I get invited to play golf at Mutton Town Country All Park. right. Tony Place. Very Tony. Beautiful place uh, that, uh, if you know the history of it, uh, Jane Fonda and Peter Fonda and their mother lived there for a certain amount of time because the, it belonged to Claire Booth Luce's husband. You'd have to look it up. All right. But yeah. it was like, it was a huge mansion. Like most of the country clubs right. in Long right. Island were huge mansions. Huge, used to be mansions. And um, I didn't date Jane. You know, I, I, right. was, I was too busy. But um, they invite me to come play golf there. And it wasn't even a, an outing. This guy was just a fan. And he met me at an outing. He said, if you want to come play around a golf at Mutton Town, we'll have lunch. And I'm like, wow. So it was sitting in the veranda of this country club in my hometown. And I'm like, this is too crazy. And a guy sees me. And I'm, I'm sitting with this guy, Gary. Not, I still remember him. Gary and a couple other guys. And this other guy comes over. Oh, wow. Jackety joke, man. I got to try a joke on you. And the guy, Gary, got upset. He said, what are you doing? This guy's my guest. He's not here as a <laughs> comedian or as a Howard Stern show guy. He's here as my guest to play golf and have yeah. a few laughs. I don't want you to bother him. He doesn't want to hear. And I'm like, relax. I listen to him. No, no, no. Just go away. And I said, listen, you've got to understand, Gary, I listen every time somebody has a joke. You have to. Because I, you, you know, I was always the last guy standing at the bar or at the party or at the pot party or the drunken or whatever it was. And everybody's telling jokes. But then, and as the years went by, it was less and less where I hit home, you know, something hit pay dirt. Yeah. But when I do, it's cause celeb, it. right? Yeah. And I was so excited. So I just let the guy, and the guy tells me a joke. And it was not only hysterical, but I couldn't believe that I had never heard it before. And I honestly had never heard it. It slipped through the cracks. And he tells me the joke, so I roar. And Gary's like, come on, man. You don't have to pretend. And I'm now I'm yelling at him, no, I didn't know the joke. I took the guy's name. I sent him a pile of stuff. His joke was, what would you call a Jewish vagina? What? I can't. <laughs> and I roared. And, I, and I'm like, so how did I never hear? I'm 60 years old living on Long Island amongst the, the Yiddish population of the world. Now, I wanted to ask you about celebrities and performing before celebrities. You're going to have much more on this than I am. But I want to get this off my, my chest. The comic strip the early 80s. I was on the schedule, which was like striking gold. You've made it in comedy. But I'm going on fairly late in the show. And into the comic strip walks Greece era Olivia Newton-John in tight leather pants, the most beautiful woman I had ever seen up to that point in my life. And she goes in and she sits down alone in the comic strip and is watching the show. And the comics are I, you know I remember the night I beyond dropped her off. oh you dropped her off <laughs> <laughs> the comics are oh you know I can't wait to get on and I, I had to wait for four comics before I got on 
and it's excruciating. Oh, she's still there. She's laughing. Oh, let me get Newton John. And the comics are getting off. Oh, she loved me. She was smiling right at me. I think she digs me. So finally, she's sitting in there, and it's my turn, and I get introduced, and I walk up on stage, and I see where she's sitting, and I look at her. Hi, folks. How you doing? And before I could start my first joke, she stands up and walks out. And I have never gotten over that. I was crushed. It's a little odd when there are celebrities in your audience. And she probably had to go somewhere. It was probably not her fault. But I'm sure she'd be thrilled if she knew that you told that story three times on the show so far. Did I tell that story on the show? At least three times. <laughs> I'm looking at Nicole. I was not going to stop you. It is so fun. When you know, I had to do a show at Catcher at uh, the at the Friars Club, a bunch of comics, and Jerry Stiller. You could I think I told this one already too. So you could, uh, <laughs> Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira was sitting at my feet, and talk about intimidation. And I'm up there telling my stupid jokes, and, and I killed. You know, we're only doing ten or twelve minutes each, and and when I was done, Jerry Stiller came up to me and said. Uh, we met before. Uh, we met at the, in Montreal, but I never got to uh, really talk to you. It's it's very great what you do. You do you realize that each of your jokes is like a small play <laughs> with characters and a whole plot. And I'm like, and I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm, he had me with. I smiled at what you did, you know, <laughs> and I, I hugged him. And it was it was like. The greatest, but he could have come up and said, that's a really stupid crap. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I think we're going to take a break right now and wait till next week. We'll be back next week because I'm so afraid that he's going to tell the Olivia Newton-John story again. I have a really good premise of something I want to ask him about. But you saw how he went on and on, and I didn't get a chance to do any of my stories. <laughs> so when we come back, when we come back. We will lead with the uh, with a, a tale you have not heard yet, and I'll give you a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep, it's about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> hey, a new episode of Stand Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? It's starring me, Peter Bales, and. Right here, Jackie the Joke Man Mark. Please follow us on social media. Search it out. What is it? MySpace? MySpace? Your space? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Do da, do da. <laughs> <laughs>